this week on Invasion, the podcast, we say goodnight to the bright night. We have a conversation about a pile of shit that can transform into a pile of money. And we have a quiz that's more than meets the eye. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? And welcome to Invasion of the Podcast, where we're trying to take over the world one listener at a time. I am Paul. I'm an inventor, Stedman. And to my left is Joe. No, 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 no. Peters. Oh, I thought that was the long no. The I didn't see that. The no, it was it was the Shia LaBeouf. No, 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 no. Because he says it like geez. eight times. Yeah, he And the first oh. Transformers movie. Well, so I, I really want to talk about that because I rewatched the first Transformers movie. And God, I remember I You're fell... You're conflicted now. I, well, I fell in love with that movie in 2007. And I think it was because it was just so fresh and new. And it was like the the member berries were there. And I was just like, oh, I grew up with this. And, and now I'm watching it and I'm just like, I hate that kid. <laughs> Well, he so also it, he did like, the, the no no nos and other things too. Yeah, and, and we'll we'll talk about that too because like uh, there's certain lines and I don't know if they're in his typical LaBeouf improv lines or if they're lines that were written for him that he delivers fine. I think, but there's just some things where I'm just like, yeah, we'll we'll talk more because we're going to have a discussion about the Transformers movie franchise. Uh, because the movie comes out next Wednesday, I think, which I think is a weird release date for a film. But I don't know. hey, whatever. So we're gonna talk about that. So so tuck in. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was Joe had asked me before the show because uh, I, I had picked up a three D printer recently because I got inspired. AKA I walked into a computer store and I was like, huh, a three D printer, and I walked out with a three D printer. I I don't know about you, but there's times where I just know, like, there's that day where like a bad decision is going to happen today, and I didn't know what it was going to land on, and that was the one where I'm like, yeah, I could probably drop three hundred bucks on a printer, <laughs> you know. And, and then I called I called Mary. I was like, hey, what about a three D printer? And she was like, I'm not going to say no to that. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm getting it. So oh, it was just kind of like, it was. It, I mean, literally, I walked right into Micro Center, and because I, I had an idea when I was leaving work, and then I was circling it, and then I was walking out with it. Like I don't know. Usually I have really good self-restraint, but there's every so often it breaks and I buy something that I don't need. And I am now Dr. Seth Brundle because I can't seem to make anything that looks lifelike or original without it being like a hot mess. Like it's an inside out monkey. Everything I print is just bad and I'm figuring it out. I think it's pretty cool. I watched you print a, a couple things, but like it, yeah, it seems like way more of a science than just like <laughs> I need a document printed and then it's like, there you go. Yeah, I, I was just I was thinking more like it's a printer. You just press a button and it prints. Right, because that's what a printer is for all intent and purposes. <laughs> but yeah. now when you start to throw different dimensions into it, it's like yeah, when you throw in the, you yeah. know, like an X, Y, and Z axis, I've just, never had to think about just that. Just wait till the four D printers come out with smell and sound, and you're just like, <laughs> so what did you make? Oh, that's a really cool. Oh my god, why does it smell like that? Like I, I looked up, I, I, was, I was telling Joe uh, before we recorded, there's something called Thingiverse that you can go and look up all these like people submit 
shapes like and things that they make and you're like oh i'm curious about doing this like there's a bunch of wonder woman stuff up there right now you can print the tiara that like i look alike from the movie there's some really cool things you can you wait you can print gal got it you could i, I yeah Paul, I mean, the, yeah i think we should stop working on this show right now <laughs> it will just make some money and i want to go make gal got it yeah we'll just uh <laughs> like weird like that's the weird science the we weird make, science that we, we just 3d print a woman <laughs> Like I'm gonna go to Micro Center right now and buy one. She's like, you know, one sixteenth the size, but still got, you know, yeah, still you know, got it. Yeah, it took twenty four hours to print. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, no, like you, there's a bunch of Wonder Woman stuff on there, so it's neat to go look for things. Like I looked for a Plumbus, and there's a, someone actually made a Plumbus from Rick and Morty. Oh, for sure, man. And I think that'd be funny, but it's like well, I just, you know, if you ever go on like like if like because I try to like like work on cosplay stuff, and like I always get like routed to Etsy from. Uh, like Google, because I'll just like search for something. Like I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to buy costume idea, and it's like people always have like tons of stuff on Etsy that is already like a kid or pre-printed, and they've all done it with 3D printers. Yeah, and and it's interesting because I know like some of the bigger stuff or even some of the normal size stuff. Like you take something like the size of like an iPad, and it's usually broken into like three or four parts, and you just kind of like piece it together like you build pieces at a time and then they click together kind of like a like a lego thing yeah and i've, I've found more complicated um bits like that it's just that until i figure out how to, to print anything that makes sense i don't want to go taking on a big right, a big right, right. task like i looked up overwatch stuff it is ridiculous the amount of things you can print oh yeah like people have full-on plans for some of the guns uh-huh and it makes me really excited because I kind of want to print out some of those guns life size. Well, I know like I, I it will take me six years, but I'll do it. I was looking into that and it was like I know Blizzard on their web page. Like I don't know if it's Battle.net specifically, but it's like at least the the actual Overwatch Blizzard web page. There's a there's a section that's literally just 3D generated models, not for the printer, but you could take the models in different like frames to render like their armor or their guns and things like that. Hmm. So. I, I was like, that's interesting because it was like it was almost like eighteen different pictures of Reaper. Well, so you had it from all angles. You know, I just, I just want to imagine it's like just like a tiger beat, like you know, magazine. Right, Reaper it's photos, not just like know, the like, same pose. He's, it's like him with his he's on the beach lying there yeah. with his, like his hands he's, on his chin. He's doing the Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction <laughs> on the bed, like yeah, yeah. Um, so I, die, 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 die. Yeah, I, I but I Blizzard's really good at supporting the fan base in yeah. that sense, and I and I know we 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 go on on about Blizzard, but. I, they they know that as long as they're they're in front giving people the right information, like in terms of like, hey, here's our models, here's this, people are going to do some cool stuff, and it's only going to advertise them further. So mm. why wouldn't you want to do that? You know. Right. So, but there's like a three D three D printed Lucio gun that is crazy looking, and I'm mm. just like, one day maybe, one day. I, I like I showed Joe, I printed out a Red Lantern ring, and it looks okay, but it's not great, and that's a ring. I can't even imagine trying to print out an entire gun, you know, like yeah. or a Terminator, because that's the big fear, right? We were talking about, right. like, uh-oh. It's going to build a Terminator. You come home and, like, well, shit. <laughs> what, if, what if I just get the silver filament that goes in and all of a sudden it starts pulling and making itself? It's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, you got, you got, that's how you get T-1000s mm-hmm. or whatever. Was it T-1000? Yeah. yeah 1, Paul's going to... Paul's gonna single-handedly cause Superman three. <laughs> yeah, that's um, and Richard know, Pryor's not here to save us. No, he's or not. Christopher Reeve. No, I'll just get Kevin Hart to help me. He'll he'll save the day. Uh, but whatever. That's implying that Kevin Hart is on the same level as Richard Pryor. And that's not true. But whatever. Anyway, enough about that. Enough about three D printing. I will keep sharing my stories and my horror stories as I go along. But it is interesting that it's a new thing. It's way more complicated than I thought, and it's fun. 
but it's the expensive hobby and it takes a lot of time. So if you like watching something screw up printing something about an after an hour, <laughs> it's a really good hobby where you just sit there and wait. It's almost like the like one of them I was printing and it was about three hours in. Yeah. And it was doing something and then it just knocked one of the, the parts loose. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch. It like, sounds it, like you're trying to teach your dog how to do chores around the house. <laughs> It's yeah. it just like dustpan everywhere. Be like, yeah. damn it, no. Well, like you saw, I was trying to print yeah. out that one one woman thing, and it got it got like you know it was doing a little bit okay. Then all of a sudden, it's like, nope, I'm just going to pull the whole thing off to the <laughs> side. But I don't know it did that, so I want to keep drawing with plastic. And it's just it, it's it's an incredibly sophisticated device, but it's also incredibly dumb if it doesn't know that it went awry. Oh, yeah, it doesn't know to course correct because it doesn't know because it's it's just doing its job right. So that'll be, that'll be the uh, technology day. Well, not technology day, but the software day. When they can get course correction on these things, well, it makes me feel like the first two robots that you saw in the Iron Man movies, where like the one had the, the fire oh, extinguisher, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was never on time. Yeah, that's how this kind of feels with oh. this. So it's interesting, and you know, um, maybe I'll three D print a podcast. So all right, enough about that. Let's just uh, well, let's get to some news. But again, this is kind of not the right way to start the news. <laughs> everyone hooray hooray denied it's not good news it's not good news it's always bad no. <laughs> it's, i mean i just feel like the further we go along now all of our all of our icons and heroes are just going to be well, we keep talking about it and, and like that keeps happening yeah, yeah. damn it, you 2017 yeah the worst year ever yeah, right. We're halfway done, and you've murdered 80% of Hollywood. <laughs> so Adam West passed away, which yeah. was a surprise to everybody. I mean, he's 88. So, I mean, like, it, it, it shouldn't – not that we were, like, you know, have, like, a death clock counting down for people, but he was active, and people were really interested in things he's doing, and I know he did the voiceover stuff for the recent Batman 66 animated stuff. So it's like he was still being active, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's just gone. I guess he had a really brief bout with leukemia and then was out the door. Mm. And that's sad because I feel like – He's one of those guys that most of his life he was kind of viewed as a joke, um, and like in the sense of like you knew him as Batman and you didn't take him seriously otherwise. Right. He kind of like not that this is the same thing, but Leslie Nielsen fell into that part of it later on in his life with Frank Drebin and and all that you know police squad stuff. So for a lot of his career, he couldn't get a job because he was Batman. And then later on, people loved him because he was Batman. Yeah, you know? you're right. Like, That's because I remember growing up and, and like watching Batman 66 and the Batman movie and how terrible the Batman movie was where it's like they turn everyone from the UN into dust and like, you know, they got to reorganize everyone and get it, it back. Wasn't and, it salt? And then when they got to like the person that was representative from China, it was yellow salt. Like it was like, you oh, can't do I don't that. Remember that. You can't do that, Batman. <laughs> Yeah. Um but th- like but you're right like you know when I was growing up it was kind of a joke like I can't believe this is Batman especially like on the cusp of like you know Tim Burton's Batman coming out and you see like the two drastic differences and then you know Batman the animated series launching shortly after that so you, you started to get Batman exploded into the media and the only thing you had to compare it before was Adam West Batman and you know there's the constant jokes of all of the the you know, Burt Ward saying, holy, this Batman and all that yeah. stuff. And, uh, you know, he's got bat, bat shark repellent. That's the most famous one probably, but he's got all the bat, you know, things for, for different stuff. And, you know, I think, uh, what was it, you know, the Clooney Batman, you know, kind of, 
made fun of that with the back credit card. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I also feel like um, he existed, you know, before there was a much darker take on Batman. You talked about the movie, but I'm talking like Frank Miller's Dark Knight yeah. Returns. And then you got a much more serious Batman in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And that was so far removed from Adam West that it was like you, you can't put the two together and compare them. Like they're way different. Yeah. And, but I feel like there's a certain, um, it, it is nostalgia, but I think a lot of fans realize that like it's okay to have fun as the Cape Crusader because look at his rogues gallery. It's all ridiculous people. Yeah. Even though there's good, serious takes on them, you have a penguin, you have a joker, you have a cat woman. You know, it's like, why can't you do, like, you know, have some fun with that? Right. Like, even as matter, no matter how serious Spider Man gets, I always feel like Spider Man's always going to have a sense of humor no matter what you see him in a media, you know? And it's going, and so if you did like a super serious Spider-Man movie where he didn't even crack a single joke, I don't know how people would be able to deal with it. They, they would not want that, you know? So I feel like with, with Batman, it's like people were so wanting like the dark night that I don't know. I just, it's, you're right. Cause like, I think people, especially like with the recent generation or even the generation before that, that because if you think about it, like kids that grew up in the 90s, uh, you know, they had Tim Burton's Batman and then they had um, uh, the, the animated series. And it was that Dark Knight Batman. And that's pretty much where Batman's been in that direction ever since then. I can't ever see him going back. But I remember a Batman, um, even, you know, you know, early Super Friends, Justice League days. That's true. Where, yeah. you know, he was he was rocking the gray and blue. You know, uh, you know, which is like around the Batman 200 issues um, when like Neil Adams was drawing Batman. And that's what Adam West was wearing was the gray and blue. And like, I mean, even his his cowl was very distinct. Like he's never had a cowl like Adam West's cowl. Yeah. Because um, he's it was like it was like the it, it had the drawn details in it. Like it the, yeah. The, the nose, the bridge nose, and, yeah. the bridge. And it almost was like he was crying kind of, but he wasn't. <laughs> and the ears were so short that they he had were. such tiny ears. Um, and he really shiny cape, really shiny cape. But, um, you know, there, there were, there were so many like, uh, like just hilarious like moments. Like uh, there was an episode, was it the episode with Liberace where they had to like play the sing. music notes and they had to play it? the yeah. music notes and you could tell that him and Burt Ward were literally just kind of like, just and I'm like, there is no tone involved right here. These these did actors. We, did we play that on our Batman show? I think, I think we, we did, did play it on yeah. our Batman show, but it's just hilarious. And like, um, there's like, I think there was another one uh, where there were like these pistons that they had to time, and it was just it was ridiculous. <laughs> Watch, I'm like, why are you guys on the conveyor belt? You could just get off of it. Yeah, you know, um, but for dramatic effect and things. But and then know. and then but then his um, his resurgence with uh, the the mayor mayor Adam West mm-hmm. um, and uh, Family you know, Guy Family Guy. Um, so all right, it's a Windows update. If if you guys heard that time that that chime, hopefully my computer keeps telling me that I need to update the computer, <laughs> and I'm like, no, we're recording right now, computer. You wait. But you know? yeah, no. Um, uh, Seth MacFarlane grabbed him for the mayor of Quahog, and it was just like, like it was just amazing. Like I remember watching a behind the scenes thing, and like like you know they were at Fox or wherever the studios are that they do it, and and Seth was doing a tour, and they just ran into Adam West on the tour, and he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just doing some lines, and they're just like <laughs> dead serious, like like no 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 like uh, no joking around with him or anything like that, and it was just like kind of funny just to see Adam West like, yep, I'm here to do my job, like 
And he had a very Captain Murphy type of feel to him. Where, he did. Like, in the sense that, like, uh, I know the actor that played Captain Murphy on C-Lab, they asked him, like, how do you get Captain Murphy to sound so ridiculous? He's like, to Murphy, he's absolutely serious. So I say everything very seriously. Yeah. And I feel like Adam West always kind of mm-hmm. approached it like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm saying these lines as a person that may be viewing reality differently, but I'm not making a joke, yeah. you know? And I think that's where it got, I think that's where the humor <laughs> of Adam West as the mayor of Quahog is always like, he honestly believes the things he's saying. Yeah. And, I, and that's, that's was always the fun part. You yeah, know? he was hilarious. Like, my favorite bit that they ever did with him was when he had the cat launcher. Like, he was chasing the pizza guy, and uh, he had a bag of cats with a crossbow. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Who, who shoots cats out of a crossbow at people? Like Mayor Adam West. Mayor Adam West does. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, I'd say gone too soon. Because uh, it, anytime anybody nah, goes I don't want to say gone like, too, too soon. Because well, I mean, he was in the middle of a renaissance of people loving him. Like I he, he was on Big Bang Theory which, for whatever reason. Whoops. Not him, the show. Um, you know, we don't hate cast often, but we'll never cover the Big Bang Theory on this, this series. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure a couple of you just turned this off. Yeah. Like, and went and, wa- and yeah. went and watched Big Big Bang Theory because it's playing on probably three stations right I'm now. I'm sorry, we made three jokes. I'm sure that um, they, they may have made no jokes. But, but anyway, yeah. Uh, but no, like I mean, he lived to be 88. Uh, he's probably one of the most recognized Batman. Um, I, I would say more so than even Christian Bale. Uh, yeah. Like I can't think of actually no because he had such a long run on the TV show not a long run on, but well the show wasn't long but he was the he was the longest like there wasn't a Batman until Keaton so you had Adam West right you know so um, he he just he was always kind of embodied the role he did you know like I so. mean and it was always like a happy fun Batman you know uh, so I mean yeah I'm sorry Adam West. Yeah. You. Did you see the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous? Did I show that to you? Where's yeah, the, I've seen the, that. I love that his bit role in there where he's supposed to be the celebrity host. And this is before his big upswing again, where it's like he he's really, really telling everybody he's Adam West and everyone's like, I don't I don't know who that is, kind of thing. I, I loved it. It was so good. Um but um, anyway. Um, yeah. I could I wish I, I, I did kind of want to meet him when I went to MegaCon last year because he was there with Burt Ward and uh it wasn't in the cards in time. So Yeah. Well, well I mean Sometimes it's just it's a matter of cost, right? Because I'm sure that was probably uh, it. Like I think, God, I don't know how much it was, but you could get a shot with him and Burt Ward in the Batmobile because they had the Batmobile there. Oh, and I was like, damn, that's tempting. But oh well, <laughs> oh well, that's didn't do it. So can't regret it. Um, one of one of the, the last comments I'll say, like I was reading when I found out about this, I was reading some internet comments and and. You can accuse me of poor taste, but the very first comment I saw was na 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 na. That's sad, and I thought that was the greatest, like just a way to kind of put it, like you know, all right, can't beat that, can't beat that. No, yeah, that was good. Yeah, anyway, all right, so fun, fun, funner stuff. Rest in peace, Adam West. Thanks, thanks for Batman. Never speak of him again. Family Guy, yeah, and Family Guy. Who's going to be Mayor Cohog now? You know they're going to, you know they're going to make that a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a huge deal. Hopefully they handle it. They handle it well, and instead of it just being kind of like a like a like a stupid silly episode, but yeah, I I, I agree because I mean his he was actually married into the family too, right? He was low, he was married to Lois' sister. Yeah, yeah. In the in the cartoon, yeah, yeah, he was he was yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, but, sad day for Kohog. All right. So moving <laughs> on. E three. E three. We usually do like a whole cast about E three, and it's not anything against E three, even though we were kind of beating it up a little bit before the cast. Um. 
we didn't want to constantly have to do an E3 cast every year. Maybe next year we'll do an E3 cast if they do. We'll something do one. Of, we'll do one of the E's. Really, Not really cool. Them, you yeah. know when um, you know I guess new systems come out or whatever. So we just kind of like fire on a few uh, like points that they had. Um, Xbox Microsoft announced that they're going to do a uh, Xbox XX or X. I don't know an adult version of Xbox One. They just threw an X on it and then the front. Um, the funniest joke I saw was like somebody said Xbox's Xbox or Microsoft's new console, and it was like you know how people in um, like games when they can't get their gamer tag or their name, they just they bracket it with two X's. <laughs> so it's like XX Box One XX, like so. But yeah, it's just it's just a super like all they did was put new hardware in it. If anybody's upgraded a PC, that's all they did is they put new hardware in it, 4K graphics, bigger hard drive, a little bit faster processor. Um, I think it might float. I don't know. Uh, it's it, because they rem- I don't know if anybody remembers what was the Xbox One S came out a year or two ago. Uh, so they basically just oh, yeah. keep trickling these small, tiny upgrades. If anybody's bought a cell phone within the last five years, you know what I'm talking about. So this is basically what Microsoft did. Great. No big deal. That was their whole thing. Um, well, they announced, um, and I know this was not notes, their whole so thing, but that was the big deal. I, I, is Assassin's Creed Origins Xbox only? Is that the? Because uh, it seems like it is, or it's a timed release or something. It could be. I don't know. I, Assassin's Creed, like the thing with Ubisoft is, Assassin's Creed is always like one of those Madden, Call of Duty type games. To me, well, they took a year off after um, Syndicate, so there's been it's been over a year since that last one. Oh, so they they, they probably heard to, me. They wanted to pump the brakes and be like, we should probably not have this like like because there's three different developers in ubisoft that are developing assassin's creed games at the same time kind of like the call of duty call of duty yeah so they so they people were starting to kind of give them pushback about like do we need each one another one each year and do we need yeah so yeah i mean origins looks interesting because i mean it's it's pyramids you're back in ancient egypt and it's like that seems way more interesting to me than some of the other settings they always do they always do a good job of jumping in time periods but i feel like they're going to run out of time periods (laughs) <laughs> like just like they'll just be like, well, no, 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 no. This takes place in that small time between Syndicate and Black Flag, where it's actually one of the guys' cousins, and he had a cup of tea on a boat. Yeah. Like it's going to be like really, really specific. Pirate there, ships know? are starting to come around, but yeah. they're still in the Renaissance. Yeah, still in the Renaissance. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know, but um, it looks gorgeous. I mean, I, it, oh, so, they all look beautiful. So that's the problem I have with E three right now, is especially after and and, and Watch Dogs isn't the only thing to blame. For this, but when they showed that original teaser for Watch Dogs, that game looked amazing. Just the, the graphic, the graphics, everything like you see windswept streets with like paper blowing, all this other stuff. And then when you see the actual game, it still looks good, but it's not that you know. And I feel like a lot of E3 is what can we do to get the, the get to get the reporters that are supposed to be covering this event to cry like little babies in the seats and be excited. And be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they're doing this. It's like, it's a weird, like, we're going to front sell you, and then in six months, we're going to be like, yeah, we couldn't deliver on that. Well, I got to say, one game that did look beautiful and was kind of a, a shocker out of left field was Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, which I never played the original Beyond Good and Evil. I, I've understa- I understand it's highly rated amongst a lot of players. Yeah, a lot of people do hold that up. And and um, it came, it was originally on Nintendo GameCube, right? No, uh, Xbox. Was it on Xbox? Yeah. I thought it was on GameCube. But anyway, um, they announced the second one, and and you know it's kind of like a, a big deal. Uh, I mean, it's not like Half Life Three big deal, but um, uh, it, it kind of blew everyone away at E3, um, along with uh, Nintendo dropping Metroid 
Prime 4. And by dropping, I mean just showing you a picture of the name Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> I uh, feel like in the Nintendo conference, they've been like, Legend of Zelda, Link, find something. People are like, oh my God, there's another Zelda game. Right. It's like, you know, Mario, hats. Like, they, they, people would have been like, lost their minds. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was really weird. Like, it was funny because I saw it and I was just like, oh, cool, they're doing another Metroid game. And I clicked on the video and I'm watching it. And literally, it's, a, it's like a 20 second video of the, the, the words and the letter forming. And I was like, the hell is it? Why would you waste money on production on this? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And, and, and uh, people just lost their damn minds over it. And I was like, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but Sony had, Sony had a strong presence there. Um, they, they uh, I guess they kind of like showcased Spider Man. Um, and you know they talked about uh, God of War four. Uh, did they have anything on Last of Us two? I didn't see anything about that. I know that they were they were pushing. Um, oh shoot, what's the name of that other game? That's it's kind of like Last of Us. Uh, it has the biker um, and the zombies out in the trees. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, dead Left for Dead. Not Left for Dead. It's zombies in the day, trees. Days Gone. I think it's called. It's oh, like, but not in the trees, that. like out in the woods. Like you, like the world's no. kind of moved on. Here's a biker that's kind of like trying to make it in the world, and it's like, like a very, cycling biker, like like a motorbike biker. Oh. Like you know, yeah, I no, would no, want to be a cycling. It, it was bike. yeah. It was it's um because you don't run out of gas and you can outrun those zombies. That's true. You know, um, <laughs> you know, just you just gotta pace yourself. Yeah. Um, it's it's actually an Iron Man triathlon involving zombies. That's what the game is. No, but it looks like it looks like The Last of Us a little bit. But I guess the the zombies in the world you kind of use them to accomplish goals. Like you kind of set up you can set up like ambushes and stuff with them to to attack camps and all that. So I think they're trying to focus on that because people were comparing it to The Last of Us when they saw the original trailers. And I think they're trying to distance like this product because it's coming out sooner than The Last of Us too. So why would you step on this other original IP? You know, like yeah. that's that. I don't know, but um, I don't know. yeah, I'm just glad I remember the name of it because otherwise I've been like that zombie game with the guy in it, and they'd be like, oh, well, there's none, none of those have been announced. Yeah, um, Spider Man, uh, the gameplay, you're blowing up my phone asking me if I was going to buy it, and you're like, you go to buy <laughs> well, Spider Man, and I'm just like, I don't know, like maybe here's the thing because I don't own a PS4 and I really don't want to buy a like three or four hundred dollar God of War Spider Man machine, but you now have God of War. Spider-Man and Last, Last of, of Us, Us. too. So you're, you're starting to find those, like, you know, you're starting to find enough. I come over your house every week. I'll just. Yeah, but I mean, like, just just dive in. And then you buy a PlayStation 4. And Overwatch, And, and then right? you buy Overwatch 4 as well. <laughs> and so that way, then if we're tired of playing on Xbox, we can play on PlayStation. Yeah. Then we can play stupid, on... stupid controller, Switch. I, I don't know why. I'm going I, back to my mouth. I have it on my PC. So. Yeah. Well, you should own. You should have it for all three systems. Yeah, whatever, Blizzard. You know, you, you know, you're rubbing your hands together over there, like, hey, we won. <laughs> um, we got Joe's money three times. But the Spider-Man game is exclusive, which would make sense because it's Sony. It's Sony. Like, why would they be like, oh, hey, Microsoft, would you like the Spider-Man game? Yeah. Um, the the gameplay trailer, the first half of it reminded me a lot of Batman: Arkham Knight or Arkham Asylum with uh, the contextual combat. Uh, I was surprised at how you could use the environment to do a lot of different attacks. Mm -hmm. That was cool. But then you had like this big chase scene involving a helicopter that actually reminded me a lot of the original Spider-Man game that came out for Xbox and PlayStation. The first one that was based on the movie. I don't know if you remember. I played the, the second one. The second one everyone talks about. Was the one. Open world. With the New open York. world. Yeah. yeah. It's just the first one was had set pieces. And it just kind of reminded me of that. And it's not a bad feeling to actually yeah. have. And I, and I loved 
the 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 monologue of Spider-Man trying to save the city. People are giving him grief as he's trying to save the city, and he's also not sure if he could save the city. I, mm-hmm. I just love how he's like, please, 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 as he's shooting webs all over, just trying, just trying to make it work. Yeah, and no. they got the vibe of Spider-Man. Like they they got it really good. If it gets good reviews, I'm sure it'll probably like draw me in more, and I'll want to buy a PlayStation. Play a PlayStation. Who knows? So we'll <laughs> see. Maybe I'll get one for uh, for Christmas. Yeah, that's that's my, yeah, my well. Christmas the price one. keeps dropping, you know. Like. Yeah, and I don't need anything crazy. Like I don't need like the 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 small like mini fridge size server for all the games. You know the <laughs> the the uh, terabyte the the five terabyte hard drive or whatever. That's or, my only problem with the current consoles is that I feel like they didn't give they they didn't plan for enough storage space considering that they oh, offer I'm sure all the they planned game. it. Yeah, maybe I because they always offer all the free games and all of a sudden you guys start making decisions yeah. and it's yeah. like ugh. Yeah. Your free PlayStation Plus, you get all these games. Yay, I don't have room. That's how. Uh, well, I'm, well yeah. the nice thing is, is, like, even with Xbox Gold, like, you download those games and it's like, I uninstall them. And if mm-hmm. I really want to, I go back and it says already purchased. I can just reinstall it. Which that is nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, um, but Spider Man looks solid. Uh, it, it's it surprisingly better than I, I worry about licensed games, even though. Like, because even yeah, though Batman's shown that they can make a good one, I'm right. still worried about it. But like this, at least they're not trying to have it come out the same time Homecoming's out. And it's a different story. Yeah. It's a different look. Because like licensed games, they always like because like the first two or the the other two Spider games you're ta- or Spider Man games you're talking about, they tried to release them to coincide with the movie release. Yeah, because they do that so much, and it just kind of like, eh. But that looks cool. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk about it some more as it comes out. Um, I hope to play it, but um, yeah. And then <laughs> sure. last last piece we have is uh, the Mummy came out, um, and the Mummy still couldn't beat Wonder Woman. Nope, Wonder no. Woman beat the show. The Mummy, yeah, totally. Um, strong a strong woman beat Tom Cruise. That's 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 the headline there. No, well, um, the Mummy is a woman. The Mummy is a woman too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so it didn't do well in the U.S. box office. The interesting thing is it did well enough in the worldwide box office that Universal still consider it a success and they're moving forward with their dark universe and the people are comparing it to how Warcraft did here where it kind of fell on its keys but it did well enough overseas yeah. that even though we haven't heard talk about a second Warcraft Duncan movie, Jones keeps kind of like poking at it like he wants it but that doesn't mean anything <laughs> yeah I mean we saw it. you showed me that candy was on sale <laughs> I was a giant eagle, and there's a whole like it was like I don't know like thirty forty boxes stacked of of battle, battle blend. blend yeah <laughs> and they were like fifty cents a piece and it's like discount candy get it while it's here and it's maybe like, if you you should have bought some and you should have sat down and ate it for like ten seconds see if your crit would have went up well yeah right because it's the battle blends a mix of um Mike and Ike's and hot tamales it's like Ugh. it's a, so i feel like i would imagine that the, the alliance is the mike and ikes and then i'd imagine the hot the tamales are horde, right tamale, but yeah. it's like but if you're just gonna it's just like to shovel a handful in your face like you know that's that doesn't sound good at all but the who would have thought that candy based upon a movie that failed last summer is now selling at a reduced price like a week ago at giant eagle you know those people are sitting there like the people that do all the shelving and everything it's like when is this shit going to move and it's just like just keeps piling up you know <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Eventually, they're going to be like, "Hey, we'll just give you ten cents off a gallon if you just take these boxes of candy." It was next to the Future World candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it was tomorrow. Like, tomorrow, I like, I like that you called it Future World. Future World. I don't know what the hell it's called. George Clooney's like like Disney ride movie. It's like, but you literally Tomorrowland to Future World. It's like you forgot the actual name of the movie altogether. Yeah. I enjoy that. Uh, so anyway, uh, the Mummy. War. Um, <laughs> What would be Warcraft like? War, uh, war creation? Yeah, war building. Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Bil- uh, fight builder. Fight like. builder. 
Warcraft. <laughs> That's going to be our, our, our knockoff game. Fight uh, Builder. Fight Builder. <laughs> World of we're, Fight Builder. Yeah, Planet of Fight Builder. Uh, um, I like it. <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> the Dark Universe. Um, yeah. About that. I I don't know. I I wanted the mummy to succeed for the sheer fact is I would like to see this because like I mean unless you know I remember I, we talked about this before I think you know they're like oh the, was it the Dracula Untold is that what it's called <laughs> yeah that was supposed to be the first yeah one. that was supposed to be the first one I'm like that just looks like hot garbage and I'm like I would like to get a really good Dracula movie but I'd also like to get a lot of these other monster movies like I like that they're dipping into like I I didn't realize until this came out like a like a week ago. Uh, you know, watching one of the trailers that Russell Crowe's Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Yeah, which he, I was he's like, he's leading like a group that 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 collects or chases like monsters. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. It is interesting because it's 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 definitely like another like world piece. You know, like I'd like to see Van Helsing sneak in there. You know that type of stuff. Um, even like some Black Lagoon action, just to have like the whole ensemble, and then have uh, Shane Black come in and <laughs> yeah, and put together a group of kids and just kick everyone's ass right that'd be great uh but no yeah i i would like i would like it to succeed you know universal owns the property that's the most classic monsters and uh you know we there, we live in an age of reboots and remakes and i think it's time that that happened but i have a feeling that they're just like you know the way the mummy went uh, that they're just going to come out subpar yeah i i don't know i mean i heard the movie's okay but not great and it has problems and that's I guess I'll just wait till it shows up on a streaming service somewhere and I'll watch it there. I have yeah. I don't really want to give money to it, but I also don't want to see Universal like I guess because I mean I'm a hypocrite because I love how everything Marvel's done to put together the universe, and I know Star Wars seems to be doing it right. And even if 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 DC learned anything from Wonder Woman, it's course correcting now, which we'll see. I know Justice League was already shot whenever Wonder Woman came out, but if they could see like, hey, people will give you money if you put out good product, and guess what? Your second week and the box office will still be pretty good if you make good product. You know, like well, I wasn't I, here. I didn't get to talk about Wonder Woman, but I think with Wonder Woman, it was a really good combination of Patty Jenkins and the writing. Yes, yeah, like, it was because the thing with the rest of the DC universe is it's like Zack Schneider everything. Yeah. Like, so I, I yeah. So anyway, Dark Universe. I I I hope like I, I hope that 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 they. It would be interesting to see some new takes on these monsters, even though I know that they're they're using the universal monster thing as like you know the tropes, you know what's going on, but like Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster is interesting. I just hope that they do it like not just I don't know I don't need the same stories, but I, I guess I also don't need so far off the beaten path where it's not really Frankenstein's monster. It's more like you know his college roommate that you know shit just got weird with. Like I don't need that kind of thing either. Where it's just like oh I just put bolts in his neck to see what would happen. Like it's I don't not need quite, it's yeah it's not quite what everybody thinks it is. But yeah, yeah. like you find out, like Frankenstein's monster is like student debt or something. Like I don't need that. You know oh, like <laughs> metaphor. Yeah metaphor. Um, so best of luck. I'm glad that the the world box office saved it. Um, but that actually kind of ties into it our does tie our, into, into it. Our, to our, our main topic, so let's yeah. just go ahead and get to that. And now for our feature presentation. So we're going to solve the mystery 
of what the hell happened to the Transformers franchise. Right. It's not really an unsolved mystery. I think it's pretty obvious, but I figure it's important. I don't know, man. There's still a mystery about it to me. Like, I've... I, I went to the last four, and um, after the last four, I got a really good story about the last fourth one, but uh, after the last fourth one, I was just like, the hell is going on over there? <laughs> and then like, and then when you find out how much it makes, because of overseas, again, I'm like, the hell is going on over there? Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just, it's, it's bizarre to me, because like, well, with Transformers coming out next week, we thought it would be interesting to go ahead and do... A talk because the fifth one, the last night's coming out. Yeah, and like I'm conflicted because even though I know you recently watched the first one again, and I didn't have time, I I was going to try to watch like the only one that's available on any streaming service right now was the second one. And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch the second one again. But I ended up watching Age of Extinction, um, which is like a seven hour just slog is what that is Reven- and, and uh what was it um uh dark of the moon was not too bad no it was okay like, i feel like okay. they should have went in from ep- or from one to three because i mean we all know two was the writer strike i yes. mean t- you could you could poke holes in two like like it's tissue paper th- forever there's so many things in two that like infuriated i oh, i don't even think about it it's so like the the chick the the decepticon hot college chick what the hell was that yeah and it's like if they could turn if they turn into people then why are yeah. they robots like why why are they hiding as a car if you could be a right. hot chick like you know then because terminator kind of proved that it's like right. you get in where you need to go and just like take out targets like, and that's that, that one figured it out you guys are all freaking cars idiots yeah she's she's in college working her way through she's gonna have a doctorate like <laughs> Yeah. What are you doing? Trying like, to still get energy, idiots. She's playing the long game of yeah. getting getting yeah. like a bachelor's yeah, she's, and then eventually put herself in a position in she's, which yeah. she's, she's going to take co- over the corporate world. <laughs> no, she's in college for alternative energy. <laughs> like they were like <laughs> researching biofuels. Yeah. Be like, what is that? It looks like a cube. Yeah. It's like I just need to put something that fills this up. It's like, well, I got the sparkly stuff. Yeah. Um, so I know with um, when the original Transformers was announced, a lot of people were... Uh, I don't. Know, I was excited for it, and I and whenever they told me Michael Bay was directing it, everyone. I, I was kind of one of those things where I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like it kind of was one of those right. like, one of those moments of like, well, Michael well, Bay was still kind of riding the hype train from B, uh, Bad Boys, yeah, at the time. Um, well, because I mean, like he, he came out with some other stuff, but like, yeah, I think The Rock is one of the best. Uh, oh yeah, I love of The all Rock. Time. And um, and even though this is in the middle of the Transformers bit, Pain and Gain's a really good movie. Yeah. Like, I like that a lot. But so when so when they said they announced Transformers and Michael Bay's directing it, and I'm like, who would I want to take a toy box full of cars and smash them together and give me cool looking explosions? I was down with that. And then the moment they said they got um, uh, Peter uh, Cullen, Peter Cullen, they, which I know there was some lobbying for that to be the voice of Optimus Prime, I was really happy about yeah, that. I was. I actually got. I actually it was funny. There was a. I I think I woke uh, my ex up when they announced that because it was like late night it was like on uh g4 it was on g4 and they had like an announcement thing they they were doing like some coverage of e3 or coverage of like comic-con and they're like they're like we are announcing that peter collins gonna be optimus prime i was like yes <laughs> i was like peter collins i'm like you know like all my dreams have come true yeah and then like i got made fun of about it for like like I don't know how long because it's just like oh the the cartoon guys doing the robots voice you're so happy. Isn't the same person that got it that, that woke you up because you're upset because Patrick Swayze passed away? 
No. I thought that, I thought someone woke you up and told you Patrick Swayze died, and you you anyway. No, that's, I don't. I don't remember being woken up by Patrick oh, Swayze dying. I wasn't woken up. By, someone was woken up because Patrick Swayze died, and they were like, "I don't. I, I was sleeping." Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I no. thought that that. I th- that doesn't have anything to do with neither here nor there. Uh, I thought, yeah. But anyway, so you were made fun of because you're excited because but a guy is, does yeah, a, a cartoon voice. Cartoon voice. Yeah. But yeah, Peter yeah. Cullen, like, he, I can't think anybody else would be Optimus Prime. Like, um, and I mean, especially because of the movies, but like, you know, just growing up, like, he's done Prime's voice the whole time, you know? And then, like, of course, it was like we couldn't get Frank Welker to do Megatron, but uh, we had Hugo Weaving, who was kind of on the hype train at the time, too, with The Matrix and... Um, uh, v for Vendetta and Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. So uh, they wanted a bigger name attached to it, and um, they 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 went back to Frank Welker. So yeah, they did. I it, I feel like talk about your heroes. Like when they leave, when Frank Welker leaves, there's not going to be any animal noises in any cartoons. There's ever. not gonna, nobody's going to talk in cartoons anymore. <laughs> like Frank, look Frank Welker up. Like look at his IMDb page. This man has done voiceovers for everything. Right. Like, yeah. So when you look at like everything that's being put together and then that first movie, which I know you just recently watched again, and I've seen it like I forget how many times because working in our previous job that we had, we could put like PG movies in and I just put in Transformers because why not? Cause the you'd first walk, one? Yeah, because you just walk by. It was and, uh, PG-13. Oh, well then I still put it in. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it just it was one of those things you could have on the background. It was fine. You'd be like, oh, there's robots punching each other. It's amazing. But Megan I remember- Fox's abs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obligatory. Um, when I saw that the first movie in the theater, there was a moment, though, whenever uh, Bumblebee was chasing down um, the cop car. Barricade. Barricade. And you knew, you knew shit was about to go down. Yeah. And I actually got goosebumps. I'm like, here, actually, here it comes. Yeah. Full on fight. And it was awesome, you know. And it was like it made me, I'll admit, I yeah. watched when I watched it again. I was kind of like, "This is a great scene." Like, yeah. you know, like the the chase scene was great. You know, the the um, you know, the 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 kids look scared as hell in the car. You know, like Bumblebee's driving around trying to lose his cop car. He lost him kind of like unclimactically. Like it literally <laughs> just switched, and the music changed, and then you see him kind of like just sneaking into like some construction area, and you're like the hell happened <laughs> but but then they go on to their their death match and like and you know and and then like uh frenzy who frenzy was terrible in that movie terrible like which one was frenzy again? it was the boom box that was on air force one. Oh, and it had oh, some yeah. kind of like weird twitchy like i don't know oh like, yeah i forgot about that thing and it was just like yeah it was when it was downloading it was like it was kind the of chittering really it was chittering like, and yeah. like really almost sexual it was just like ah, and i'm just oh like, wait you're accusing objects of being sexual in michael bay films like that never <laughs> happens past that point <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so, but, no, but I, that I feel like scene, that was trying to be like a kid's toy yeah, thing, where it was like very hyperactive. Leading yeah. up to that, when the Autobots land, it's like very kind of just like wow, it's like very when they land, majestic, very you majestic, the and, and yeah. the, like and the, even the music, like oh. it's funny, like watching it. Like I give Michael Bay a lot of credit for all the Transformers movies is how much he gets the military involved, and it feels more authentic. It does. He doesn't get actors for a lot of like the bit like um extra scenes like there's a there's the scene when um as scorponok i think is in the desert fighting everybody yeah and um or not everybody fighting the the guys that survived the qatar attack from blackout and um the helicopter yeah the helicopter and uh scorponok's fighting them and then they call in an ac-130 and it's like so cool to watch an ac-130 just in action just like the gunships in the air just lighting the ground up and it's like 
it's that's cool in its own and that's not really like a cool robot special effect you know that's like almost you know real life and like they use the the rail guns in um uh revenge of the fall in the second one yeah to shoot devastator and it's just cool to see some of that technology and like that you know get actually uh, like it's like almost, i don't want to say it's realistic but it's realistic in the sense of like what we would do or retaliate with. Plus, you know, they always, he always gets like the orchestra to go along with it, and it's just like. Well, that feels more. So, and this isn't the same thing, but uh, the Godzilla movie that came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. like they had to have the military involved in that, and I felt like they did nothing at all in that entire film because the main character is like a bomb diffuser. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even diffuse a single bomb in the movie, <laughs> and I feel like like the only thing about that movie that was cool was that halo jump that they did. Yeah. And like that was badass. They tied that into a huge part, and they knew it was badass. Yeah, like, but the rest of it though, it's like the military was kind of like we don't know. It was and, but, a poster. Yeah, they, they maybe they put it on the poster. You know, you know, you're kind of struggling when you gotta like you got one scene that's part of your poster. <laughs> yeah, when you're just like like you show the Halo jump, but it's a Godzilla movie, which whatever. I mean, Godzilla is fine, but my point is that <clears throat> when you say Michael Bay gets the military involved, I mean absolutely, and it does. It does add like because you get these creatures that are from another world that they're they're cybernetic organisms that can their whole the whole thing is they can copy things right yeah. and it's like so they're already an advanced technology like when blackout attacks uh, Qatar that just lays waste to everything around mm-hmm. and they're like what are we going to do right but that didn't stop them from still being like you know we're the military we have to respond to this mm-hmm. and it was that's the parts I dig about that where it's like well we have a shell that burns hotter than anything we've ever shot before. We think it might work, so we're going to try that. Yeah. I like, and it's just that that still feels like we have a dog in the fight, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But then, so how much how much human interaction do you need in a Transformers movie? Because I feel like that's awesome, but I feel like sometimes there's too much humans in my Transformers movie. There is, and I think I think it oversaturates. Like, uh, you know, going forward to the second one, uh, like God, Shia, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox are just terrible. Like. <laughs> Like, it's so hard to watch that kid, like, talk. Like, when he was a kid, too, you know, because this was, like, like early, like, early 20s, like, fresh out of even Stevens Shia LaBeouf, like... Like I didn't, I didn't think Sam Witwicky was that bad in the first movie. I just think that like the second and third, the second one, he was given just a shit show because of like they couldn't figure out what they were doing with that movie. No, and um, <clears throat> and they were already working on the action set pieces, but they couldn't make a story around it because they couldn't hire writers to make a story. Um, well, the, you, in the first one, I think he was okay. He was a hyperactive kid that really just wanted to pay for a car, and. He got a car, and the car kept driving away from him, like leaving, like like getting up and leaving. Yeah, there was yeah, great like, parts thought, about the yeah. first one, like Bumblebee's interaction where he's trying to get him to hook up with a girl was like humorous because yeah. you knew the car knew what it was doing, and it was just kind of the, the characters didn't. So you know that that actually kind of is like great character use and development in, in the movies. But then like um you know you get into the second one and the writers strike the the whole movie fell apart um with like, the revenge of the fallen and you, you that's one of those things where it's just like why couldn't you just wait a year and you don't just be like you know what yeah we're gonna get this figured out we'll bring you an even better movie in a year you know but i feel like now it's like we have a date we have to release i it. couldn't even tell you like what the plot of revenge of the fallen was about like i know it had the fallen in it and they were mad about stuff yeah and then and then prime dies and then comes back and then there's Jetfire, who was a decepticon but became an autobot but he was incontinent, so instead of you know, shitting his pants, he let a parachute out because, of course, because robots have to be incontinent. Yeah, I think the I think the the humor, like the bodily weird humor in Transformers, is really annoying and stupid. You know, like Devastator having testicles was like, <laughs> I, I just was like, I, I should get up and walk out of here. Like you guys finally, you give me, you give me Devastator, 
and like you just make them a damn joke. And that Devastator was more of like an animal than it was like an actual. It didn't have any type of like like the Constructicons were like they didn't really make a, a another robot per se. It had some weird maw type thing that was like chewing the pyramids apart. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Like, which I mean, that's cool and all, but don't call it Devastator. I guess. Well, I mean, they, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a purist, but like when I think of Devastator, I think of like one large robot made of mini robots that the fight looks, that, other yeah. robots. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to see that be not like the main focal villain, but a challenge they have to overcome in the third act. Like, oh my god, it's Devastator! How yeah. how are we going to stop Devastator? And like. The they did the same thing with the damn Dinobots. Like yeah. I sat through Age of Extinction, which Age of Extinction literally was probably called that because the damn Dinobots were in it that had no reference to the entire movie. Uh, I want to say like that movie. The best thing about that movie was Lockdown, the villain. Yeah, um, he was good. He was a really good villain. Um, but like, uh, like, like literally the last like I, I and the, you know they plan to put the Dinobots in there ahead of time. It wasn't like something that they were just kind of like in reshoots, but literally they used them like a reshoot. It was just like, oh, here you go. Like here's the last ten minutes of the movie. Prime's like, let's go back into lockdown ship and let out these guys that he has locked up, and they turn in to be Dinobots. There's no point of reference to why the Dinobots are there, why they're dinosaurs. They, they well, they 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 they're explain it, but it's warriors. real fast. Yeah, like so, like um, and this is going to be the crux of this new movie with the last night because uh, they the Prime has that ship right, and he goes off or he goes back to whoever lockdown was answering to. And Lockdown said, you recognize the ship. You've seen this before. You know, it took me a long time to find you because you're the last of the knights. So he must have had, I don't know if he had those Dinobots like in tow forever, but it's like that he found these ancient warriors. I don't know if he just captured them back whenever dinosaurs were the only thing that were on the earth. But it's like, then you've been cruising around. Like if you found them on earth and then you went out looking for everybody else and then the one guy you needed was back on earth. That's like me looking all over the house for my keys and realizing it's in my pocket. Like, like, why don't you just check there again? Right. As opposed to traveling the universe for, like, you know, centuries yeah. or whatever. Anyway. But, no, you get the Dinobots, and they're kind of half-assed. Um, I actually sat through Extinction longer than I needed to uh, <laughs> because here's what happened. I went and saw it, and I went and saw it with one of my buddies, and uh, it was in Westlake at Crocker Park, and the power went out, like, like right before the beginning of the third act. Like, I'm already about, like... An, You're already... I'm already hour and 45 minutes. In. Yeah, almost two hours. So it was a scene when they're on his ship and they're all climbing across the beams. And I think it was Ugh. Ravage. I think Ravage was coming after him or I don't remember. The, the, the robot dogs. Were the coming robot after dogs. Him. Oh, yeah. It might have been the Ravagers. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, um, but they um, uh, the, the power goes out and I'm like, oh, OK. So like my buddy's like, he's like, I'm just he's like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to get a free ticket. <laughs> And I'm like, no, I'm like, I, I, I want to see the damn Dinobots so bad. And uh, like we were like a Dinobot shirt at the time. Yeah, you, I had a you hat. Had like a flag. Yeah, I had a flag, <laughs> a hat and a foam finger, too. And I'm like, I'm just like sitting there crying with my foam finger. And like, I'm just like, I'm just going to tough it out. So it comes back on. I'm like, cool. And it comes back on like 30, 35 minutes prior uh, to when it shut off. And I'm like, God damn it. I have to sit through this and get to the point where it shut off. So we finally get to the point where it shuts off, and the movie's got like another 45 minutes. I watched Extinction for literally four and a half hours. I was so mad. So I'm not going to see The Last Night. Like, if unless like something happens where like, like, 
it starts getting Academy Award nominations. <laughs> like Optimus Prime himself gets nominated for Best Actor. Right, like, yeah. Like, not Peter Cullen. Not Peter Cullen. But Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go see it. Like, and, you know, I'm kind of sick of, like, some of, like, the Michael Bay human element. Just, like, everybody's got to be sweaty and dirty. Everybody's got to, like, have a an epiphany about their family. And, and it's just See, like, I don't mind having like a parallel story along with that, I guess. But what gets me, it's like, like you mentioned the beams and the age of extinction, like the, 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 the support ropes or whatever that was tethered to the building. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, Marky Mark was trying to walk his, his daughter and her his boyfriend. Funky bunch. Yeah. His funky bunch down the lines. And he was just like, I, you know, I'm, I'm warming up to Mark Wahlberg. He's taken a while for me to be like, you know what? I'll check it out if he's in it. Hey, it's just, <laughs> You ever go back and just watch the happening? <laughs> I well, I've, I've seen it twice. Not, not the second time, but not by choice because that twelve you, hours are terrible. Uh, I was going to say, know? how did you watch it twice? Yeah, the what? second time was because I was already there. You know, did somebody tricked um, you. Like, and that one, he's supposed to be a science teacher, and this one, he's an inventor, and he tells everybody every five seconds he's an inventor. He's like, well, that's what inventors do. I'm like, all you do is do push-ups, and then you make shitty robots that don't work right. And it's like, and you're thinking this is going to save your yeah. family, but he's walking across his beams. He's like, honey, you just gotta trust me. I'm your father. I want to protect you. It's like, no shit you're walking from an alien spaceship trying to get away and he's like follow me i don't think it needs to be stated i'm your father i'm trying to protect you i think that's inherent in the mess that is you know yeah. like like I, that's my problem with a lot of this that you have to you have to pause i think that was and tell Boston. everybody what's the, going on you the know bostonian in him yeah <laughs> yeah hey I, ravage how you doing yeah say hi to your mother for me i'm an inventor you know like that's you know i and i don't know i i feel like I think maybe we mentioned this on the show previously at some point that there's people out there. There's a whole community of people out there that do like fan edits of films where mm-hmm. they go and do like their interpretations of things, whatever. I almost wonder, and there probably are. I bet you there's a 90 minute version of age of extinction, age of extinction that actually plays pretty well. It's, it's going to be a little rough because you're dealing with the footage that's there. Yeah. But I bet you, you take a lot of the stuff out. Like uh, there, there's just so much junk in there. Like TJ Miller's wasted in the movie he's the in the very beginning he's like his assistant and then um he ends up dying in the, the first time. i like that though i and i like tj miller but i like that you I'm were not like saying cut him out i'm just saying like he just was kind of there and then then not the rest of the movie so well i didn't think that was really wasted because like in the beginning like i'm expecting tj miller to be the comic relief through the whole movie you know like how they always they they had john turturro just be an idiot like at like a certain point through most of the transformers movies he was a, he was the comic relief and um and John uh, Voight in the third movie like what was going on there anyway but was he in the first one or he was, was in the first okay, one yeah yeah, yeah but anyway. but he wasn't but John Voight wasn't comic relief no um, but John Malkovich was the comic relief oh yeah John one. Malkovich was the comic say. relief yeah. yeah I remember that yeah because he wanted to he he was like kind of really intimidated by Bumblebee when it, he after he was kind of like <laughs> yeah. yeah but um yeah that was really weird and, but then like you get T.J. Miller and you're just like okay we know what T.J. Miller is going to be he's just going to be like the the character who's just kind of like uh, you know pointing out the obvious stuff and how everybody's in danger and it's crazy and just cracking jokes to try to keep his uh, stress levels down then he gets like disintegrated by a grenade from lockdown and it's just like oh and you just killed the comic relief off in like the first 10 minutes yeah so I was kind of surprised I like that um, well no like it's funny because like I, I posted on the Facebook page I said that moment when you realize you still got two hours left in the film that was 45 minutes end of the movie when that oh, happened God, that movie's so, so long. that's halfway to any other movie normally you watch there was still two hours and I would get up go and make an abomination with a 3d printer go do some laundry come back watch another 45 minutes I I usually don't lose patience with a movie 
I don't remember the first time I tried watching Age of Extinction was on on, on Netflix. I didn't get through it. Like I I started. I had like a six pack of beer. I think I passed out with an hour to go. I was like yelling at the TV, like, "Can you be over now?" So I didn't even know how the movie ended until I watched it again recently. And it just keeps going. And I think that's my biggest yeah. problem with this is that <laughs> like any individual fight is cool. That's fine. You know, and any individual kind of like, you know, grind your teeth comedy, it's okay. But whenever you keep going round and round and round and round and round and round, like how many fights do we have to have in Chicago? Yeah. Well, at least two so far. And they're both pretty long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the battle of Chicago, the third cool. movie, it's, it's the last hour of that film. And it's, it's, not bad, but no, it's pretty it just good keeps battle going on. Well, the know? third like, movie, they actually had a, a decent plot with some substance with like ne- Leonard Nimoy's character coming in, and they're just like, oh, cool, we found like you know, uh, Sentinel Prime, Sentinel Prime, and Prime's so happy, and you're just like, oh, cool, and then he turns out to be the bad guy, and you're like, oh, like this is, and then he kills Ironhide, and you're just like, oh, wow, they're killing characters off. Like, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, I like that. And then, like, you know, at the end, when it's like, it's Sentinel Prime, Optimus, and Megatron all fighting together, it's like, these three all hate each other. Yeah. Like, and it's it was a good fight. It wasn't the typical Prime-Megatron fight, you know, so. No, it's true. I just, but even at that point, it's like, you, you're you're taking too long to get there where the first movie is over two hours i feel like there's a lot of table setting there even though you don't get to megatron until like two hours into that movie mm-hmm. in the first one um it just i feel like michael bay doesn't take this serious and then takes it extremely serious and it, it just i don't know how yeah it does I don't shift know how gears world, way too much i don't know how they exist at the same time you had like, like those, those stupid little transformers the ones uh that were i don't know even know what they transformed into uh like dune buggies or something like that or well, you the, know the ones that i was talking about the ones the goofy ones the one there was the one that was like a little teeth. Like, oh that, they were an ice cream truck together that there were two halves of an ice cream truck yeah like the terribly racist stereotype twin robots yeah. and they were in the second movie and all they did was fight each other and then say they couldn't read and it's like did we need this in that movie you know it was so bad, bad. it was so bad yeah um so and they learned, I think, after that, you know, they because they put in the, well, they, no, they 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 ended up because they put Hound in there and they put um, which John Goodman is Hound is awesome, yeah. Uh, and then they had uh Ken Watanabe play uh Drift, uh, Drift, which which I thought was cool. Drift wasn't in, I don't think Drift was in the cartoons, but he was. I thought it was cool to have like uh, a Japanese car that was called Drift. Yeah. So, um, I so, I guess my thing is like. If you if you gave me like an hour like a ninety minute hundred minute Transformers movie, yeah. Um, I also I think too if you're marketing to kids, do they really have that kind of attention span? Because I don't For have like that, three hours. Yeah, like I yeah. don't like so. I I don't know. I feel like. These movies are being made. I don't know. I don't know the audience that these are being made for. Because if it's being made for me, then I don't need all the kitty shit. In I there. feel like it's being made for the popcorn audience because I mean it yeah. does so well overseas. And what I th- I don't know. I don't know overseas demographics and what they like to watch. But like, if you think about story, at least like the story that we have. Like, look at Warcraft. We talk about Warcraft, like the movie, not the game. The the Warcraft movie was very C minus at best. Yeah. And it did great overseas. But it's a visually beautiful movie. Like yeah. they 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 spent a lot of money on the effects, which is the same thing with with Star Wars or not Star Wars, I'm sorry, uh uh Transformers. Um Star Wars Freudian slip. I like it. No, I'm joking. Star Star Wars Star Wars does well because of special effects too. But no, I feel like and it has the greatest like, story ever. Yeah. Like overseas <laughs> overseas they they eat it up because of the effects and things. So 
I mean, it could be what it is. I don't understand, uh, you know, like to me, after I saw Age of Extinction, I was like, look, I'm like, I need to to speak with my wallet, not bitch about this movie being so bad and it making so much money. And anybody I talk to, they're just kind of like, they're either kind of like, eh, they're okay, or they're like, God, those movies are terrible. What happened? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what? Just stop giving them money because those movies are making hand over fist. And I, and I, will, I will argue that the movies aren't, terrible i mean the second one ugh, you know but again we could forgive it for for when it was made but I, I can't forgive it for why it kept going forward um i don't think that they're absolutely terrible movies i just think that it's like it, it's too much which if you would told me paul if you if it's like paul you're angry that there's a, a two and a half hour movie out there where you have toys from your your childhood transforming in front of you and punching each other i'd be like that sounds like the greatest goddamn movie ever but we got four of them now and I feel like the first one, I mean, at least five, this is going to be five. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And it's just, and I still, I still love the transformers. I still love seeing the transform. I feel like the, this, this fourth one kind of missed the point when they had the, the new upgraded ones because they wouldn't transform. They would turn into cubes and then turn into a robot, which is like, they would kind of like, you know, I don't know. They get all pixelated. Like, yeah, turn, I like, hated that. And it, like, it, made, it didn't make sense to me. Like if you're a car that could suddenly turn into a robot, then the robot you are, why does it look like it have pieces of car hanging off of it? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's like, they why started need- to sneak away from that. I noticed that when I watched the first one. Yeah, everybody had more car detail or more detail with them, and then it just turned into be like it was just like they were robots that were a little more slender, and all the pieces just kind of disappeared, and they had like weird like like carnage looking type bodies with well, claws. It, it just felt weird because it's like if you're if you're a car that could transform into anything like any, but you transform, transform into a robot mm-hmm. because every single bit of your being can be transformed at will. Yeah. Then why do you need wheels on your arms? Like, I don't understand. Like you could just make yourself into that a was ro- part of the cool thing of the robots. That's what know? I'm saying. Like the yeah. cool part of the transformers is that you see them change, but these new ones, if they could suddenly literally change their entire shape, just at will in terms like down to a molecular level, why do they need to look like a robot? That looks like a transformer. Yeah, you know that didn't make sense to me. But I don't know. They're don't... turning into college girls. <laughs> Whatever. Watch out. Anybody in yeah. college right now could be a Decepticon. It's true. Just yeah. saying. So, if you were in charge of the Transformers franchise, mm-hmm. what would you do to make to 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 save the the integrity of Transformers? Which again, we're we're admitting this is a movie based upon a cartoon, based upon a toy line. So there, it was always about making money. We know that, but. I would like to go like, okay, I would have to probably take it back to origin piece. Like I couldn't just keep this whole ball rolling where they've destroyed Chicago 14 times now and Chicago, I guess, rebuilds like Metropolis <laughs> yeah. does. But um, Poor Chicago. It's a stand-in for everything right now. It's getting the shit beat out of it. Yeah. yeah. No, I would do I would do a I would do a Gen One type thing where they would crash land on Earth looking for natural resources and like it would it would turn into like, you know, the Autobots and Decepticons would both be trying to get out of Cybertron. They would kind of, you know, crash land on Earth. They'd be in whatever hibernation for years. And then somehow Teletran 1 wakes up and does the whole thing where it's like, all right, I need to assign like images or what they can transform into to these guys. So it goes around and it scans things because that's basically what happened the first ep- or episode of Transformers. But from that point on, it would turn into an energy race. Like they would basically both be working to get at energy, and the difference being is the Autobots would you know respect the humans and the Decepticons would not. So you know you could have it centered around that. I mean, even if you want to make a great story that has like some um, 
uh, political tone to it about like energy crisis and alternative energy. I think that would be fine if it's done right. Other yeah. than you making it some crazy magical energon that suddenly can power the entire world. That these aliens brought to us be like, no, we're like, you know, you know, fairly young planet in a sense for natural resources. There's no reason that aliens wouldn't come here to like, you know, drill fossil fuels to create glowing cubes. Yeah, and I don't mind the the conceit of the fourth movie where they finally figured out the tech to make their own, like the humans figured out how to make transformers. I would like to have seen like a, a Muir Island like sovereign nation of like the Autobots. Like, okay, we're here, we're going to do our own thing. Call call little Cybertron, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> little Cybertron, then, like little Italy. <laughs> yeah, like little Cybertron, and then like they kind of just want to like be left alone. It's like oh. we've helped you, but we're going to reach a reach an agreement here that. You know, you do your thing. We're not going to interfere with you. But then the humans kind of keep poking them with the stick and being like, look, we can make you now. We don't need you anymore. I would like to have seen something more of that where, because, I mean, I get that it's always going to be the trans, like the Autobots versus the Decepticons. Does it have to be that every single time? You know, like, because with this fourth one, suddenly Megatron was, he was the ghost in the machine. And now he's Galvatron, which they brought back Frank Welker to do the voice of that, which was awesome. Because you can explain away why no, Megatron. No, Frank do. Welker did Galvatron. No, he didn't. That was Leonard Nimoy. No, in the fourth one, he did. Oh, in yeah, the movie. In, in oh, the, yeah, sorry. Sorry, he was Galvatron in the cartoon movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that there was there's a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, that you whole can thing with Galvatron when it was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh God, now I'm getting mad about that movie. Like Galvatron was in it, and he, I forgot, and he was that stupid car that just turned into pixels, and I'm just like, what that's the? what I'm saying. Like all of them could turn into pixels and then <sighs> turn into a robot. It just didn't make any sense to me. You know. Um, <sighs> Yeah, whatever. Anyway, and also, how did Mark Wahlberg? Because he's an inventor. He he found a he found a sword on that ship, right? That was bigger bigger than a human could carry, but way smaller than a transformer would actually use. And it opens into a gun with a trigger, and he ran around shooting people with this thing. Sure, it's like. That is like if you're transform like what is it? Do you, you have like a little pocket I knife feel, that's like I'm gonna pew 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 pew. I kind of like, feel like they bring in like 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 kids sometimes, and they just. Like they're like like what do you what do you think is cool a sword gun? Okay. I want to think they brought Mark Wahlberg sword and asked gun. him what he wanted. He's he like, was like sword gun. I want a sword gun. That's what an adventure would make, you know. And yeah. Like okay, you know. And I need a really hot daughter that's underage. Oh, I keep always, talking about that. There's always got to be hot chicks in Michael Bay movies. Like that was the one thing, and I think I complained about it in when the first Transformer movie came out with Rachel Taylor being the uh, uh, the computer analysis. The, she's the Australian. She's girl, the Australian right? actor. Yeah. She played uh, Hellcat on Jessica Jones. Oh, that's right. That yeah. is her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But she's a great Australian actress, but like just like her with and the two other guys that she's partnered with. Uh, Anthony look, Anderson and someone else. Well, no, she goes and talks to Anthony Anderson, okay. but she's there at the Pentagon with these two other al- analysts, and these guys look like they've never talked to a girl, which made sense. And then you've got like this smoking hot blonde from Australia, and I'm just like, mm. I mean, like not that, not that, that, not that beautiful women can't be like smart, but it was just kind of like, I know why she was cast in that role, but it's like, yeah, I, I uh, see your on. point. I, I mean, you're right. Anybody could be anything, but it's like, but if it's Michael Bay film, either you're going to be like a go, go, go military guy, or you're going to be a hot chick. Like, like the, my thing with like certain roles like that is like, can we at least make them kind of look like the, um, I guess the demeanor that somebody who's dedicated their life to like doing code or, you know, just, you know, a scientist, something like that. She's like, her hair's completely done. Like she just had a blowout. She always has makeup on. And I'm just like, there's no way that she got ready this quick, you know, like in the morning, like she's probably up, has coffee and is like at her computer. Like, you know, while, just, while Anthony Anderson gets to get away with wearing a Washington Redskins jersey. 
and and that's and that's his character right. and also making sure to tell people that you don't eat the donuts because then that's like again you didn't need it in the movie but i like that segment in that movie that segment like, was funny yeah. yeah where he's just like i had the whole plate like <laughs> i just feel like i just uh, maybe you go into these scripts and it's like okay what we got the story we got the story okay and we got our set pieces and it's like, okay, well, let's remove one set piece because we don't need seven of them. Okay, cool. And it's like, okay, how many humans we have? Okay, let's get rid of two thirds of them. All right, now we have our Transformers movie. I think like, I just feel like this is one of those cases where less is more yeah. in a lot of these, you know? And like, I, I don't know. And also I know that Hasbro has been hinting at like doing a connected universe with like uh, Rom, the space Knight, which I think this is where we're pointing towards with the last night being the title of this. I think they're pointing towards Rom and then you have, um, mask G- and um, mask. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know when that's coming, but I don't know. I, well, there I, was an episode of transformers where Cobra commander was in it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like I, but he wasn't, I don't know if they addressed him as Cobra commander, but it was literally look like Cobra commander and the guy who did his voice was doing it. So. Hey, yo mask face. Come over here. I think yeah. it was like uh, old snake. That's what his name was. Old Snake. Nice. And he had like a cowboy hat, but he had the, the dome. <laughs> That's so, weird. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I'm conflicted. Like, I, I think it's great that we live in a world in which there's like millions of dollars devoted to making Transformers films. I just kind of... And, and again, I'm not angry that Bay's directing them. I think that's what do you, like, what, I'm, I'm what, trying to think who else I'd get to direct it, though. Yeah. What would you think if, uh, if Masters of the Universe fell into the Transformers? Because if you think about it, Masters of the Universe has the same like like collection of characters like Transformers does. There's a lot of Transformers that are just out there like, you know, Jazz, Cliff Jumper, uh, Starscream, uh, Thundercracker, you know, Megatron. But then, you, you know, you take He-Man and you, He-Man's got all his dudes and Skeletor's got all his dudes. It's basically just like Autobots Decepticons. I, I know they'll never do it. I mean, because I know they're talking about making an, another live action Masters of the Universe film. I would just find like one like perfect like you know big muscular burly guy like Schwarzenegger Ace Prime, and then put a green cap on his face, mm-hmm. and then have him be the body for every single character on both Skeletor and He Man, and have different heads. That would be amazing. <laughs> like that, that would, be, would like, be amazing, and just like CG but not, all, but the- not tell anybody that's what you're doing. Yeah, just- and they would just be all the same body for everything. <laughs> yeah. I know it'd be impossible, but that would be the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, I would, would love be the that. greatest thing in the like, world, especially if you had like this, like like a one imperfection, like on your shoulder, and you could see it every single time. It's like, yeah. wait a second, wait a minute. Like you bring Army Hammer in because he played twins in the Social Network. He was having him play every single He Man character. <laughs> that would be so uh, funny. I, that would be great. Um, anyway, but, but you, anyway. Get, you get Franklin Gallo to come back as Skeletor, though. That's all you think I'd ask for. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'm conflicted. I don't hate transformers, but they're exhausting. That's like, that's a good way like, to put it. Like when the, gro- I don't want to like hate on, I know we said like, you know, a, a <laughs> pile, pile of shit, shit no- turn into a pile of money. Um, you know, it's not something like that, but it's just, it is exhausting. And we, we do have a love for it, which we're going to get into in a minute, uh, and talk about some of the cartoon. Um, but you know, transformers as an actual property for, as a whole is great. Uh, I think, is it universal? The Universal, no Paramount. 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 Uh, you know they they caught lightning in the bottle with the first one, and they just ran with it, and it just keeps making them more money. Yeah, because so the not first one stop. was a gamble. I mean, yeah. it really was. They're not going to stop. So, yeah. All anyway, right. so uh, yeah, please feel free to share your thoughts about Transformers. Uh, most people were saying. Like you could watch the movies. We're glad we don't have to watch the movies because that was kind of like that was the vibe of like, why would you do that to yourself to watch the new movies? Right. Um, but yeah, feel free to, to share your thoughts with us. We are on Facebook. Uh, we have a website, invasionthepodcast.com. We are on Twitter at invading podcast. 
Um, and also we have a Patreon. So if you guys want to do a wheel of death where you put all the Transformers movies on there and make, pick one of them to watch, Ooh. it's going to be, it's going to be six versions it's of Revenge, just of, the be Revenge of the Fall over and over again. Uh, just donate $5 to our Patreon. You guys can pick your wheel of death and we will, we will watch it, you know? So Patreon, you know, if you want to support the content here, we greatly appreciate it. It's patreon.com slash invasion of the podcast. Uh, little as a dollar, as much as um, seven thousand energon cubes. I don't know how much that is, but you could you could support the show, so that'd be great. So, enough talk about Transformers. Now we're going to have some more talk about Transformers. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. They got sudden, suddenly savage there. I don't know what happened there. Anyway, mm. yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So, you can play some bit. Uh, which one? Um. You, know. you got the touch. You got the I don't care. That's still a great song. It is. That's a great I song. I listened to it on the way over. I, I listened actually to the whole, almost the whole soundtrack on the way over here. Um, so I got to tell you this about Transformers the movie. The one that came out in 1986, uh, which was set in the year 2005. So 12 years ago, uh, the Autobots and the Decepticons threw down pretty hard on Earth. Um, I'm sure you guys all remember it. But um, the uh, uh, that movie, I have probably watched more times than I can count. <laughs> I think you've admitted this before. I right? have, and I was thinking about it the other, like coming over here. I was like, you know, it would be a fun challenge. I don't know if it'd be that fun for everybody who listens, but like, I, I, I would maybe want to take one watch, and I could at least probably hit eighty to ninety percent of the lines of that movie without listening to it. Because <laughs> in my head, in my head, I was listening to the soundtrack. Like, because you know, like, uh, like there's you, you got the touch. You know, when when Prime transforms and goes and confronts Megatron, and then when Rodimus Prime or Hot Rod confronts Galvatron, uh, you know, they play that song, and I'm just like listening to the song, and I'm just like I'm saying all the lines. It's just like, damn man, like I was like. I think the challenge Seven. should be that you should do a one-man stage show of Transformers the movie, and then you just kind of act all I out would, the parts. I think that'd be amazing. Well, I would probably need to like like visually see it. Like I don't need sound, but I would at least need to visually see it. And I, I think. But anyway, we'll just play in the background on a screen. You can just act out in front of it. Yeah, like, kind of like a karaoke. Kind of yeah. like a karaoke. If you put if you put the screen in front of me, and then everybody has headphones listening to me or just, just you, the, just me. Yeah, <laughs> would just be like. Oh, that would be amazing! That would then, be like, funny. Just I could just in the some of some of the some of the the lines. I you know what's that darn fool doing? Like you know, oh, Rod, there's a hole in the ship. Uh, anyway, shit. So, <laughs> oh shit, we didn't even dent it. Uh, so, and I guess they they've edited that out. I've read recently. Oh come on! Yeah, I, all the newer versions have uh, the shit edited out, and then Ultra Magus Ultra Magus Ultra Magnus saying "Damn it, open" when he's trying to get the Matrix open. I just really, I mean, I don't know. That Man, that, that was the, parental guidance suggested back in the day. Yeah, parental guidance suggested. Meaning you should have your parents around. All right. So, uh, the game today is a little Transformers trivia. I've got eight. Eight bots that Paul has to guess, you know, who's transforming into what. And then I've got one, two, three, four, five questions, it looks like. 
that are about bots, but not specifically what they transform into. So, all right. So we'll go with the thing. So, all right. So the camera, a 1981 Kodak camera. Uh, was it um, uh, Shutterbug, uh, Reflector, Snapshot, or Smiley? Reflector. Yes. Reflector was... Uh, Reflector was actually three Transformers. That's what I was, I was trying to think. Yeah. That yeah, they were kind of like greenish blue and yeah. white, right? They were uh, espionage. They were like well, sound. Could waves. you explain to me how Transformers that are regular sized human robots or even way bigger, but when they would transform into a camera or to a handgun, they became size appropriate? Yeah. How I did th- that? How that happen? I feel like it has something to do with like their technology, like the t- like TARDIS crap. I guess because it's like because if Soundwave turned into an actual like boombox, it would be like the side of it was like a shed. Yeah, it would look like, like it would look a food truck that? driving yeah. around. Like, why is what that boombox? What's going on? You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So uh, the next one's a Japanese rhinoceros beetle. Is that um, bomb, okay. bombshell, buzz off, chargeback, or breakdown? Oh, I should know this. What one more time? Uh, bombshell, buzz off, chargeback, or breakdown. Bombshell. It is Bombshell, one of the Insecticons. Um, Did the Insecticons, too, like that when they talk, they'd have like the double talk on the cartoon, like their voice repeat twice. They had like an echo. Like yeah, more it was always of an weird. Echo yeah. Than, than the regular okay. robot sounding yeah. voice. But yeah, I don't think they like, like double talked. Um, all right. So uh, uh, there's actually a couple of guys, I guess, that turn into a helicopter. But uh, this one. Uh, so as a helicopter, is it lift off, helicon, chopper, or highbrow? <laughs> okay, one more time, please. So lift off, helicon, chopper, or highbrow? God, some of those are so dumb. I want to pick them. Um, I think I lift off sounds like the obvious one. I'm going to say lift off. No, it was highbrow. You're an idiot, Starscream. No, Highbrow, idiot, really? Idiot. I, I thought you made that up. I thought that no. was supposed to be like a sophisticated robot that like he, turned into a whiskey well, bottle like, or something. He was sophisticated. Like he hated the the combat and the violence. He'd always use like like I guess like big words and <laughs> big words for a seven year old. So, um, and then okay, so then the next one. So we got a, a a a drill tank. So it's basically like a like a construction device. It's got a drill on the front of it. Okay, uh, like with treads. Uh, is that dig out? Nose cone, drill down, or tunnel terror? Nose cone. That is nose cone. <laughs> These robots cannot disguise themselves from Paul. I don't know. Like, so I have a vague memory of like my 10th or 11th birthday where I had like a JCPenney catalog and they had like, oh, remember when yeah. you get those mail team, you had the toy yeah, section? Yeah, he's circling and, them. And I just remember like the day before I was going through all the ones that I was like, they'd be great to get this and this one, and this one. And then like, my family didn't have a lot of money, so it was kind of one of those things where you just kind of hope, but you just never know what you you're going to get. You would you would put different levels of like I'm gonna ops absolutely got to get Prime, yeah. But if I can get Ratchet, like, but even then it was just more like trying to explain to my mom what I meant by any of this stuff, right? Yeah. So, but then I remember getting oh, which ones did I have growing up? I I didn't have Prime, but I ended up having not Starscream, but like the purple jet. 
um, that wasn't Starscream. There was another one. Ramjet? Maybe it was Ramjet. But there's, I had like one of the, they, yeah. yeah. And Sky Shatter, I think, was the other one. Um, maybe that's not right. But uh, but I remember getting some of the other lesser-known yeah. Transformers. I was still happy as can be, though. But I remember so excited with that JCPenney catalog. So, kids, ask your parents about mail-order catalogs and JCPenney's, and they'll tell you about it. Yeah. All right, so the next one might be kind of easier, might be kind of hard. This one's a really weird one. So a dinosaur space shuttle. <laughs> so this is kind of like a space. We're changing sh- our names of the podcast to dinosaur space shuttle. <laughs> so this is like a. It's like a. Sp- Jeff, sp- Jeff, if you're listening right now, we need a dinosaur space shuttle. Yeah, robot bear and dinosaur space <laughs> shuttle, Jeff. Please. <laughs> they partner up and fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> but so okay so dinosaur space shuttle um is it <laughs> also something like, like a shitty like um alternative looks, like rock cover band it looks really stupid too <laughs> like it's a space shuttle and then it doesn't completely transform into a dinosaur you're like what the hell's wrong with your legs <laughs> so um all right is this blast roar uh astrosaurus shuttle stomp or skylinks shuttle stomp it's actually skylinks uh I, you're an idiot, Starscream. I appreciate the names you're making, though. These are great. Like, yeah, I love the. Like, I know. I can. We can make up our own Transformers. All I, right. I was waiting for one at some time to be called Side Boob. I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Reflectors, buddy. Side Boob. <laughs> yeah, He's like, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll transform to a camera and stare at you. Yeah. Side Boob. Uh, all right. So the next one's a hovercraft. This might be kind of easy because he's been he's been around. Okay. Uh, is it Tide Runner, Crash Wave? Sea spray or high tide? Sea spray. It is sea spray. It was a little green. He was a little right? guy. Yeah, he was a little guy because like they were bumblebee size. Yeah, they were, they were like the guys that were like I don't want to say human size, but they were they were probably about eight nine feet tall. Yeah, like bumblebee. Was, I had that one. I yeah. actually had sea spray. Yeah, he was the smaller ones that could like and his, transform. And his brother Ocean Spray. Ocean Spray. <laughs> he changed it to a bunch of cranberries. It was Capri, not a very effective robot. Capri Sun. He was more about kidney health than he was about fighting like the Decepticons. All right. So this next one is a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Because uh, there's a couple of motorcycle guys, but I think this is the only Harley type one. So is it is it Road Rage, Groove, Whole Hog, or Throttle? Or Road Hog. Road Hog. Um, it's a Harley Davidson. Yeah. What's the names again? Road Rage, Groove, Whole Hog, or Throttle. I'm going to say whole hog because of Harley Davidson. It's actually Groove. You're an idiot, Starscream. Idiots. Yeah. All, All right. right. This next one may sound easy, but there's a, it's 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 not. Uh, so it's a T-Rex. And it's not Grimlock. Uh, the T-Rex, it was it Growl, Rageback, Zillicon, or Trypticon? Trypticon. It is Trypticon. Trypticon was uh, the giant... Godzilla like T Rex type. No idea. It just sounds like a triple changer, and I thought maybe that no, was. No, like, he's okay. he's uh he was actually like bigger than Devastator. Do you remember like when they first introduced the double changers? Like uh yeah. do you like do, uh, like Blitz uh was it Blitzwing and Astrotrain? Yeah. Yeah. Astrotrain. Like, okay. The space shuttle I get, but the steam locomotive that limits your travel options. Like, really? Like, what are you doing? I think, well, because, like, in the movie, he transports all, which is another size-changing thing. Where, yeah. like, so he would transform into the train. He'd get his takeoff going. He'd get everybody in him. Like, he literally, like, like, like uh, um, extracted all the Decepticons mm-hmm. inside one Decepticon. 
So, but it's like, but he becomes like Doc Brown's train in yeah. Back to the Future Three. It's and then like, he transforms like, into the space I, shuttle. Yeah. Which, yeah, I feel like those are way too Blitz varied. Wa- Blitzwing was cool because he would hit the fighter jet, land, and then just start shooting stuff as a tank. Yeah, no, I could get, yeah. I get behind that, but I'm just yeah. saying like a train's a very specific form of travel where normally you're limited to the stuck tracks. on the rails. Yeah. And then a spaceship, you're not going to just go like, hey, guys, do you want to go get a pizza? And then take the spaceship, the space <laughs> shuttle, because you're going to overshoot it by, you know, like going right. into orbit. <laughs> right. So it, it just doesn't seem to be very practical to me. Anyway. Yeah, it is not practical. All right. So here's the next one. This is kind of like a, a collection of Transformers and who doesn't fit. So which one of these is not a Constructicon? Okay. Okay. Ready? So. There's one, two, three, four. There's seven, actually, because there's six construct cons. So one of these things is not like the other. It's the Pink Ranger. It's the Pink Ranger. Yeah. All right. So we have Hook, Scrapper, Wide Load, Bone Crusher, Long Haul, Scavenger, and Mixmaster. Scavenger. It's actually Wide Load. God damn it. Yeah. What? You're an idiot, Starscream. I kind of, I kind of, I almost, yeah. almost. Well, Wide Load is a Transformer, and, oh. he, and oddly enough, he's he's a he's a dump truck. Long Haul is a dump truck too, but okay. uh, Wide Load was a, an Autobot dump truck. So, um, yeah. And then, okay, I feel so like we're body shaming Transformers. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> All right, so here's another. Who is not a Decepticon jet? So there's a list of jets here. Everybody turns into a jet. Uh, you have Skywarp, Ramjet, Dirge. Uh, why did I put Skywarp down twice? There's two Skywarps. Maybe because he's maybe because he teleported down the list. Yeah. Uh, Thundercracker and Skyfire. Um. Okay. What's the list again? Uh, Skywarp, Ramjet, Dirge, Thundercracker, and Skyfire. Dirge. Uh, no, Dirge is a Decepticon. Uh. Well, which ones? Okay, which one was the okay. Skyfire? Is a is the large Dirge. Autobot jet? Okay, I misunderstood the question because you said it and I just didn't listen right. So oh, sorry, it's my fault. You're an idiot, Starscream. I was, right, like, we'll, I was like, which one's not a jet? But we're then gonna, they're all jets. We're going to redo a redemption real quick. Out of these guys, so Skyfire's not on the list. Out of Thundercracker, Skywarp, Dirge, and Ramjet, which two, you can just name one, which one of these two guys has a cone head? Because you remember there were ones that had the Starscream oh, yeah. flip down, and then there were the guys that kept the cones on their head for the yeah. jets. Um, I want to say Ramjet. Ramjet is one of them. Okay. Yep, and Dirge is the other. So. Okay. Um, the, like the dummies of all of them. It's like you yeah, can't they were kind of they were kind of like they'd be like get your head stuck like that, you idiot. <laughs> all right, so Good luck getting in the doorways. All right, here's another one that uh, okay. So this is kind of reverse one of the questions we were doing. So kickback turns into what? So does he turn into a hawk, a Lamborghini, an F-15 jet, or a grasshopper? A grasshopper. He does turn a grasshopper. He's one of the Insecticons. <laughs> All right. And he eats all that Robocord. Robocord. Uh, no, they eat like electrons. There's like a scene in the movie where they're eating the wall and they're like, oh, oh yeah, that's hev- right. Heavy yeah. on the electrons. Like, apparently they're processing. I, I love the Insecticons, the but, uh, but they're also really stupid. They are kind of like, stupid, but they like they kicked the crap out of the Autobots when they showed up. Like, yeah. I remember there was like, and there's only three of them. So. Well, because the Dinobots were like the counterpoint, right? Like, I th- yeah, they were the counterpoint, I think, to the Insecticons. They might have been the counterpoint to Devastator. But okay, but which was which was your favorite Dinobot? Was it still oh, Grimlock? Grimlock. Oh, yeah. I liked. Um, was it Spike? Was he the the Triceratops? Not Triceratops. Stegosaurus, or was that the? Uh, other one? Well, that's one of the questions coming oh, up. Here. Oh, oh, okay. okay so sorry. don't go too far. Okay. Oh, no. All right. So Snarl is what kind of Dinobot? Is he a Triceratops, and uh, a pot, a Potosaurus or a, a Brontosaurus, uh, a Stegosaurus or an Ankylosaurus? Ankylosaurus. 
No, he's the stego. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was wrong. There isn't actually an Anglosaurus. Dino- oh, yeah, because he has the club tail, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So, wait. but yeah. You're an idiot, Starscream. Especially after I called my shot talking about Dinobots and then fail the next question. Please slag, go on. Slag is the uh, the Triceratops, the one that's always like, okay. a really big idiot. Yeah. And it seems like Swoop is like the unspoken smart one. Like, <laughs> he does. He is kind of stupid, but he doesn't talk that much. Did you... Um, I know you didn't play that. That uh, was... The, uh, there was the Transformers game a couple years ago, Assault on Cybertron, yeah. where you could play as Grimlock, and he was the only one that you couldn't physically transform at will. Like, he'd build a rage meter, and then when it filled all the way up, he would just become the tri- uh, the T-Rex and just wreck house. Oh, yeah. And I kind of like that. It was kind of yeah. like, like you just you had to really time it, because otherwise you couldn't control him. I liked him because they spent way more time in dinosaur mode than robot mode, and it was just kind of like one of those things, like, like they would only turn into the robots like when it was like, hey, guys, take your shoes off. <laughs> like, you're in, you're in. Well, they also said, like, they've hinted in the lore that he's actually a lot smarter than he lets on, but his vocabulary, for some reason, he just can't. Yeah, articulate and it's well, like. Do you remember the little meter cards that came on the back of the toys? Um, like they would have like, oh, like the power the, meters, the rankings. Things, yeah. His intelligence was high. Yeah, like they, his verbal skills aren't quite yeah. there. He they, can't they, talk. They to didn't good. have verbal skills. All right, so last question here. Words weren't invented back then, but in the time of robot dinosaurs. This is kind of a tough one. So okay. Nightbird was what kind of a robot? Like what kind of a transformer? Was it a hawk, a ninja, a stealth bomber, or a raven? A stealth bomber. It was actually a ninja. <laughs> You're an idiot, Starscream. So Nightbird was a was not actually an, a transformer. Uh, she was a, a Japanese built robot that they kind of built to. It was kind of like the plot of uh, four. Four. Okay. And um, Megatron took control of it. Like they hacked it and they sent it after the Autobots. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, cartoon stuff, Gen One stuff. I'm sorry if you guys listened and you're like, ah, oh, I didn't grow up Gen One. I had Beast Wars or I had, uh, yeah. I don't know, Gen Five. I don't. They I, just started. They, well, the they, funny they thing keep is, doing series. That's fine. I think that's great yeah. for kids. You know, but and Peter Cullen transcended all of those. Like anytime yeah. is Optimus Prime is Peter Cullen. So yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that was a fun, fun little quiz. Um, makes me want to get those toys, but then I also kind of like um, Dude, paying I, my car off. I bought, they came out, like, I want to say it was like in my mid-20s. They came out with like a couple of like, uh, and I was just like, it was funny because I bought one. And I'm just like, I don't need no instructions to transform this thing. I'm like going to town. And I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch, I can't transform it. Like, they got harder. But How do you feel about the Star Wars Transformers that they put out where it's like, oh, you're Luke and you can turn into uh, a, like an X-Wing? Well, when I first saw them, like I was just like anything else like, oh, this is so cool. I'll mash up. And then I'm just like everything's a Transformer now. Like Spider-Man yeah. turns into a helicopter because I think I actually did own the Darth Vader TIE fighter one, which I was like, whatever. I, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, anything's a Transformer. Anyway. I have a uh, um, it was an, I think it's an I, IDW. Uh, IDW crossover book where it's the Avengers and the Transformers, like a. Oh yeah, I think did I read one of those issues? Novels. I did, maybe. Yeah. It's interesting because they were going to Latveria. They yeah. said something about Doom, right? Because Doom's yeah. always always messing with Doom. Always Doom. Yeah, Doom and Megatron. I, I those feel two like guys. those two would hang out, and then like they'd be buddies like face to face, but then they would just be like, no, 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 let me get the next round. Then they'd just be like cursed under their breath about the other one. Yeah. You know, I could see that. And the dude would be like, I want you as a gun. And I'll just keep you as a gun. Because <laughs> he has a gun. He's yeah, got a he's little like, side no, gun. No, he's like, 
I want you as a gun. Like, like yeah. see that. I would love it. And then Megatron would just use Doom as just like, he'd have him as a gun. Like, yeah. that would be awesome. Anyway, he's like, wait, you're a human inside yeah. that thing? I would love to have that realization. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a bad Tinder date. Like, there's like, 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 wait, wait, you're a person? Anyway, yeah. so, all right. That's enough Enough Transformer talk. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Again, please hit us on our social media. Check out our Patreon and all that stuff. So have a safe week. Um, don't melt out there. It is, it is getting it's really getting warm. Really, yeah. Um, and then I will report back with uh, my more uh, failed science experiments, a.k.a. 3D printing. And, uh, and next week, uh, we had talked about possibly doing the caper stuff. Is that what we talked about? Yeah, I think we might do caper. Baby maybe, Driver comes out in like a week or two. Yeah, I possibly have an interview um, lined up, too, so maybe we'll okay. see... We don't know. We'll see. Possibly mystery things? show. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. So anyway, till till next time. Have a safe week. And I I have nothing. I, I, this whole talk about Transformers has been exhausting. So just remember, you have the touch and you have the power.